You are listening to the Space Tastic Mysteries podcast. We are in the middle of the Space Base LVN novel, the second series now called Strange Phenomena, which is the second novel in Anagale Line Space Base LVN series. This is episode 22, The Revelation. If you have not subscribed, do so now. And if you are on YouTube, hit the bell to be notified of new episodes. Yes, before your papa, I broke up with Mr. Romanelli to start dating your papa. Yeah, well, Papa thinks you are having an affair with Mr. Romanelli. Your Papa is out of his mind. Something is wrong with him. Dr. Romanelli, Mr. Romanelli's wife, is an expert in what is going on with your Papa, and is going to help him get better. We will be there in a few hours, okay? Yes, ma'am. Then the line disconnected. A few hours later, we flew into a hangar of the LVN. As I opened the hatch of the spacecraft, I saw Drew and Hook waiting for me. Drew had his arms folded across his chest. Johnny stepped out, then so did I. I put my hand up and said with grave deliberation, whatever is going on in that head of yours, Drew, is going to have to wait. Johnny and I are on a mission to rescue you and the rest of the people on the LVN and India 7. No, he told me, grabbing my arm. I could feel anger radiating from him, and I could see white-hot anger in his eyes. I removed his hand and stated, I am not playing games. I will lay you flat before you touch me like that again. I am not the one to play with right now. Drew, keep fighting. I am doing all I can to help you. In an evil-sounding, distorted voice, Drew countered, We will kill him before you do. Maybe I should kill you all. Chip, activate self-destruct sequence. Authorization Polo, Hotel, Echo. That's not just going to kill us but everyone on board the voice persisted. I get that, but you have left us no choice. You are going to kill your hosts anyway, and it is the only way to get rid of all of you, and stop the destruction. I am willing to. I didn't know that you were so unsympathetic to your family, friends and crew, the voice taunted. I thought you were supposed to be this uber empath, and all you are is selfish. You are willing to kill everyone aboard just because we have killed a few people. A few people? You categorize 50 people as a few people? It is better than taking out hundreds of people. Are we comparing crimes here? Because you would win, hands down. Federal agents, like yourself, are the worst kind of people. Stalking people. Tracing their every move. Taking people down for crimes as if they have never done anything wrong in their lives. They are hypocrites. Total and complete hypocrites. Authorization Polo. Hotel. Echo. Alpha. Why do you want to do this? I need to get rid of you. I need all of you out of my friends and family, and the only way to do that is to kill us all. I guess we could put you in android bodies, but I don't think that would satisfy you. I don't know maybe you need some biological body to live in. I don't know how you all work. I would love to preserve my crew, family and friends and the people on the LVN and get you what you want, but it is clear you are out for blood, so I am going to match energy. We can inhabit android bodies? Like that doctor on the Liberty? They look real. I don't know if you can. I don't know anything about you, but I have an expert on her way that has been studying you, and we can figure out if that is an option. However, I doubt that is going to stop you from killing people. How can we solve the real problem? What is your issue with indigoids? With humanoids? What did we do to you? Your people, you time travelers, have traveled back in time, and every time you do, you kill our people. How is that possible? 
I time-traveled, and I set the timeline straight, but I did not eventually kill any beings. Does the mere act of traveling back in time kill your people? More of our people die every time you all time-travel. I wondered, is that true? Or is something else going on? When I saw the contorted look on Drew's face, I added, I don't mean I don't believe you. I just mean that maybe your people died because of some other phenomenon that happens at the same time we time travel. I don't know, but I am willing to help you out and figure this out, so your people stop dying. I assure you I did not know, we know you didn't, but people on the supervisors who do know are not doing anything about it. That's why we are killing them. They are intentionally ignoring the problem. I would feel terrible if that were happening to my people. If I brought up a problem and no one was doing anything about it, but can you see this from my point of view? My mother was killed when I was five because of what we believe was probably one of your race possessing my father. My father can potentially be killed as well, or at the very least spend his life in a brutal prison camp because he is the one who pulled the trigger. Who was your mother? Renata Camry. The being was silent for a moment. She should have kept her political opinions to herself. She believed in truth and justice and the death penalty or hardworking conditions in prison camps for people who kill in cold blood unless you are law enforcement or self-defense. She wanted that for everyone who lived on India 7. Not just the Indigoids. It was rich coming from a woman who killed our people in cold blood. I was too young to know what my mother did or didn't do. I suspect, though, there is a disconnect between what you and your people believe happened and what actually occurred. It was my mother's job to protect those who couldn't protect themselves, to get justice for those who have been victimized. Her job was to kill my brother? What was your brother doing at the time that she killed him? Was Craig Swanson your brother? Johnny questioned, moving his eyes from Drew to me and back again several times. Or perhaps your brother was inhabiting Craig Swanson's body? My brother was Craig Swanson, yes, the being in Drew said. What do you know about my brother's murder? I know that your brother was holding a room of people hostage with several other men. I know that he had a gun to the head of one of the supervisors, um, Johnny answered with grave deliberation, Roman Rivera, I believe. I know that she shot your brother to save the supervisor's life, and she had warned your brother twice to drop the gun. I was in that room. I watched it happen. I know that she agonized over it, that an investigation was done that cleared her. The investigation condoned her murdering my brother. He held a room of people hostage because he wanted Roman Rivera to change his voting stance on Proposition 147, which would create new housing and market centers near the southern hemisphere of India 7. They were stealing our land. That was our land, and it was stolen by the Indigoids. We stole it? From what I understood, we were leasing that land from the Zeitverschadites. The money was going into the fund to help the Zeitverschadites colonize the Western Hemisphere because the atmosphere there is more habitable to the Zeitverschadites. That's where all the Zeitverschadites I know live, in the Western and the Eastern Hemispheres. We strictly live in the Northern and Southern because that is the agreement we made in the peace treaty we made before all the negotiations broke down 70 years ago. All of India 7 is ours. We were there first. I cannot disagree. You may have been now that I know that you disappear after a certain age, but I believe we should all cohabitate on the planet together instead of fighting. I think that there should be Zeitverschadites on the supervisors to help us rule the planet in a harmonious manner that is fair to everyone on India 7. We should stop fighting and start cooperating. 
What I know is that your mother killed my brother. I know that I killed her because she killed him. I want to kill all Indigoids for what they did to the Zeitvershadites. What is the difference between you killing Indigoids for the choices of our ancestors and the choices of the supervisors and me killing everyone on board, innocent or not, to kill all of you? I had nothing to do with the killing of your brother. My children had nothing to do with your stolen land. I guess the part one I'm confused about is Romeo 8. Isn't that supposed to be the home of the, the voice within Drew became more aggressive and Drew's hands grabbed my throat and squeezed hard. We do not talk about Romeo 8. I grabbed his hands and threw him off of me. You may not, but I do. Obviously, Romeo 8 is a point of contention if you are going to try and kill me and are using my husband's body to do it. From the research we have done, Romeo 8 is the original home of the Zeitvershadites. We know someone has access to Romeo 8 because they are killing people with a plant from there. We are not killing people. We are getting justice. I shook my head and said, no, you are getting revenge. You think we stole your land. Maybe so, but that does not justify killing innocent indigoids. Perhaps my mother did kill your brother to protect a room full of people, so you took her life, and did so in the body of my father. Now you want to take my life in the body of my husband. I wanted to help to put an end to this feud, but you are making it hard for me to care about your plight. The doors to the hangar slid open and in walked a dark-haired woman who I knew to be Victoria. She started speaking in a language I'd never heard before. Once she spoke for a few minutes, Drew collapsed. Then I felt this wind before the doors opened and closed. Drew pulled himself off the ground and rushed over to me. He threw his arms around me. I am so sorry, Victoria. What the hell did you say to him to make him leave Drew? I held Drew and rubbed his back. I think we should go to your office to discuss it, she proposed, tilting her head to the side. And I think you should get your husband checked as soon as we are through, and you might want to call your partner in for this discussion. A few minutes later, all of us settled into seats around my office. I sank into my black, executive chair. Drew moved a chair next to mine, holding my hand. I could feel the anxiety in him that I would be mad at him, shame for what happened while that creature was within him. When Tony joined us, I introduced everyone. Then I gestured for Victoria to take the lead. I was speaking Zaichis. I have been studying these beings for a long time, and know their language inside and outside, along with their culture and customs. What I said to him was an old custom about not inhabiting the family members of those you have killed as it is disrespectful. Isn't the disrespectful part that he killed Renata because she killed his brother, who was terrorizing a room full of people, Johnny countered, running his fingers through his hair. I was in that room. She saved our lives. I knew something had to drive her to kill. You said she was like me, and I would not kill unless I had to, I responded, pulling out the bottom drawer of my desk. I grabbed a mobile dying monitor and lifted it up, catching Victoria's eye, gesturing to Drew with my head. What, do you just stash them everywhere? Victoria questioned, stood and walked over to me. She grabbed the dying monitor from me and put it on Drew's arm, selecting options on the screen. I shook my head, not me, him. Ever since he found out about Sophie, he has been obsessed. Hook raised his eyebrows, catching my eye. Sophie? She's pregnant, Drew answered for me, squeezing my hand. Hook opened his mouth, I put my hand up. No, we did not know that Drew and I could still conceive. It turns out our twins are actually his, 
and indigoid women can conceive into the 60s. All I was going to say was, congratulations, Hook expressed. His lips inched up at the corners. Just then Ali burst through the doors. Papa is gone. I don't know where he is. I cannot contact him. I think something bad has happened to him. Hook, Victoria, this is my twin who I have recently been reunited with. We didn't remember each other existed due to all that has been going on, I provided, then met Ali's eye. When was the last time he was heard from? I have been trying to contact him since before Johnny and I went to India 7. I cleared my voice and broached, would you like to stay in the vacation house when this is done, so you can figure out what you want to do? She twisted her mouth, I don't know, I don't know what I want to do right now. I nodded, if you want to live there for a while, let me know. I sent a picture of our father to Garcia and asked her to circulate it among her officers, and to alert me once they find him. I sent Papa's picture to my security chief. She is giving it to her officers. If he is on board, they will alert me. I am worried. I think something happened to him, Ali remarked, looking over at Drew. Is he better now? Some of those things he was spilling made me wonder how you didn't kill him. I gauged my gut. I was not feeling my father. I felt nothing. Chip. Call General Graham, and tell him I need them to read the chip in my father's neck. We need to find him as soon as possible. You think there is something wrong, Johnny required, locking eyes with me. I returned, holding Johnny's gaze, I feel nothing. I can sense emotions in other people, but I cannot get a read on him. I am having them read the chip because that has never happened before. Yet you couldn't sense when he was about to walk in on us making out on the couch, Hook quipped. I have grown in my abilities since then, I returned, then smirked. However, I expected him to be more mad. He was actually kind of chill. He just told us to, be careful. Yes, but I still love the look on Abby's face when she and your father caught us making out on the couch, Hook mentioned, looking over at Drew. Our relationship, in hindsight, was pretty tame in comparison to you and her. Drew responded, meeting Hook's eyes, her and I already have four biological children, and are pregnant with a fifth. I think anything she did with you had to be tame if you two don't have any children together. I shook my head. No, we don't. We never even, Ali looked from me to hook and back again several times. You two used to date? I nodded. He taught me all I know about hacking into computer systems, and other things. I think he taught me more about that than anything else. And you two are still friends? That's remarkable. I shook my head. No, it's not. It is what reasonable adults do. He didn't abuse me in any way, so there is no reason to hold animosity against him. If I was going to be mad, it would be when she broke up with me and started dating him within a week, Hook decided, gesturing to Drew. I could hear the hitch of laughter in his voice. Allie wagged her thumb at Hook and observed, Oh, you are joking. Just then my Quan pad chimed. I looked at it. Then I turned to Victoria. Is he okay to go with us? I am pretty sure we are going to need a doctor. You have been listening to the Space Tastic Mysteries podcast. If you'd like to learn more about Anagale, you can go to anagalelines.com. It's A-N-N-A-G-A-I-L-L-Y-N-E-S.com. And there you can download the first book in the Space Base LVN series called The Last Chance Station for free. You can also buy her other science fiction books on the website, Amazon. 
bn.com, Lulu, and many other online outlets. Also sign up for the newsletter to keep updated as to what's going on in the world of the Anagale Lines podcast, her motivational podcast that helps women live significant lives and Space Static Mysteries podcast. Follow her on social media, Lady Anagale on TikTok, Anagale Lines on Twitter, and Anagale Lines Artist on Instagram. Join our Facebook page at facebook.com backslash author Anna Gale. Thank you for listening, and thank you for being you.